0: insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome
1: everybody. This is week seven of 2024. Pam's going to let us know all about the week starting Monday the 12th of February. I will be back for the meditation. We are activespirituality.life, Pamela Cuccinell and Sufi Mazzoli. What's happening, Pam? I can hear you rustling papers over there. I'm sure there's... Yes, yes. Of I'm
0: <laughs> getting my microphone in the right place so I don't snap, crackle, and pop. Okay. So, February the 12th. Those of you who listened to last week's forecast, I am sure have taken good advantage of that juicy new moon that kicked off the weekend. And we're coming out of that hopefully very fecund moon in Pisces a uh, couple of days when we were just able to sink into all the good juice of what we're going to create and what we're going to design and what we're going to launch. Yay. And, Some of us may absolutely be getting that off the ground. So this is a very impactful morning to do that for the early birds who shoot it out before 7.32 a.m. Eastern Time because what's going on is that we have a really strong morning, early, early morning, for knowing intuitively and through your imagination what is going to move with action and purpose. So some of us may be in the design state, and that is totally fine if you're just putting notes down or an outline or mapping out what happens over this week Others are ready to, okay, that email proposal is going off, that uh, new article is sailing out, my audio, whatever, the message is that you are making those connections, or maybe you're contacting someone across the globe and it's there afternoon. You are reaching out, making that connection, and kicking off The electricity electricity that helps to move whatever this is that you're taking off with over the next few weeks, month, or year and beyond. When the moon goes for it, of course, it's 7:32 a.m. Now we're in for a pause. It's in the sign of Pisces. So it wants us to slow down, take stock, see where we're at, and not necessarily be moving with tremendous force ahead in one direction. We are best served by savoring a cup of tea, thoughtfully planning what we're doing, finishing something up, working on something already in motion, doing some stretching, yoga, meditation, whatever. Because at 8.26 a.m. when the moon enters Aries, we want to move. Now the piece to keep in mind with this Aries energy on this day is that it is incredibly dynamic. It is moving. uh, It is a force of nature in itself. And there's tremendous power in that. However, we want to make sure that where we're going, where we're heading, that we have fuel in the tank, that we are paying attention to the signals, that we are listening to what other people want or need, and also what we desire and want as an outcome. Here's the way this scenario could work over the next few days, couple of days rather, if we're not really paying attention to that. Uh, This is when we go with just very strong force to make something happen or... um, take charge of something and move, and it's, okay, I'm going to book a flight or make a purchase or um, or agree to a contract without really looking at the cost. Uh, the cost is really important to keep in mind over the next couple of days. And cost isn't just... How much money is this costing me? It's time, it's energy, it's the other people in your life, the other obligations that you hold dear or want to make good on. So it's not that we can't make something happen over the next couple of days or continue with the track we really want to be on and race through, but we want to make sure that we understand the cost of it i why i emphasize this is because that moon in the sign of aries is making very quick contact with pluto which is in aquarius now so we feel the force of power the engine the demand the inevitability of whatever the desire is. Nonetheless, we want to consider the cost. And that doesn't mean that we won't still do what perhaps has a very high cost of time, money, love, what we want. But we want to make sure that we're clear-eyed as we push into that whatever it may be and if we're not willing to incur that cost then we can use the energy over the next couple of days to do something perhaps not as ambitious or this that doesn't require as much of us but also it's not like you want to leave the dream or the thing that you really were aiming for by the wayside. You realize that, okay, if that's the cost today or at this moment, how do I prepare or plan to do it at a time when I have more support, more resources, more ability to make it happen? So I'm not saying throw it out. I'm just saying Consider the cost. Either incur those costs, or plan how you can make it happen. And you may find that doing it at another point in time is not as dear. Is not doesn't have as many uh, costs or penalties associated with it. Sometimes when we take action, when we're all gunned up to do it, we're not necessarily considering all the reasons why doing it another point in time is actually a better calculation. So the 13th is Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, and it has the same energetic concerns that monday had there's a couple of other things going on though that i need to mention one is that there's a picture in the sky between venus and neptune in the early morning and oh my god this is just totally delicious this is uh, i'm stretching out in bed i'm enjoying my garden. Well, maybe not in the Northeast. The times I give are usually for Eastern time zone. (laughs) Maybe if you're more Southeast, (laughs) there's a garden involved. But it's a morning when we really love savoring what we love, whatever that may be. And so if you can, give yourself a slower morning to savor some of us may be creative types and so we're at our our desk or our workspace and we're already like in the zone of what we're uh, allowing to sing and the magnificence of the moment is just fabulous The other thing to mention is that Mars in Aquarius is heading into alignment with Pluto, which happens exactly at 1.06 a.m. on Wednesday the 14th, Valentine's Day, also Ash Wednesday. So with that alignment, many of us are going to feel a very strong need to assert ourselves in some way. Because Mars is desire, it's action, it's moving forward. And Pluto, we call the higher octave of Mars. So it's power and and conviction and wanting to control and garner the wealth of the action is very, very strong. Picture in the sky, and those who are going to feel it extremely are people at uh, who have their sun, their ascendant, their moon, um, a, a, a strong planetary energy at uh, zero, one degree, Aquarius, Taurus, Scorpio, or Leo. The other people who are going to feel this very strongly are people who have naturally in their horoscope a configuration between Pluto and Mars. People who have a strong position of these two planets together at birth. These are people who... (laughs) They don't do life light usually. They, they move forward or stay in place or hold on to the past with total intensity and passion. And, you know, throughout their lives, they can learn to release that grip a bit and temper it and work with it more effectively but this is a very powerful configuration. And so the thing to keep in mind over, well, possibly Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, these, these days with this in the sky, is that if someone is insistent, entrenched, demanding, furious... <laughs> you want to sidestep that person you want to you want to tamp down the energy a bit because that person unless they're acting with clarity and and consciousness they're they're volatile and you don't want to engage with someone with that volatility. Someone who's conscious of that energy and realizing, oh, all engines are firing. I am totally on. And directing it in a way that is positive. Oh my gosh. You want to jump in their car and go in that direction with those people because they are making things happen. But, be sure you're riding with someone who knows the cost, as I said earlier, and that you know the cost, because a lot can get done, but you want to be 100% sure you want to be on that ride. So the moon goes void, of course, at... 5.21 a.m. on Wednesday the 14th, Valentine's Day, and it enters Taurus at 10.02 a.m. Now, Valentine's Day, it's also, as I said, Ash Wednesday, um, Valentine's Day is a day that, well, I personally, I I love hearts, I love love, I love, I've always loved Valentine's Day, even when my heart was broken on Valentine's Day, (laughs) because I love to remember love. And the emphasis I always put on this day is remember self love. Remember to be kind to yourself, gentle to yourself, to give yourself a hug. And because of the configuration in the sky that I just talked about with Mars and Pluto in early Aquarius, when that moon is riding in early Taurus, these are fixed signs and now they're in square, there's going to be a lot of volatility midday midday, Eastern time on Valentine's Day. A lot of passion. So are we directing that in positive ways? Or are we directing that in ways that have to do with fury, rage, anger? And if that's the case, the latter, or we're feeling the victim of it, or as though someone's uh, putting that out there, and that can happen. You know, you're just walking down the street. (laughs) Somebody else is... (laughs) In their little vacuum of fury, you want to stay away from that vacuum. And that awareness comes in with tap into your intuition. How are people, how are people, how are you reading people this day? Are they in control of their emotions or are they in another space? And it might be as easy with some people as just, oh, you want a hug today? I always hate Valentine's Day. Let's have a hug. Let's have a group hug. It might be as simple as that, <laughs> where everybody just eases in to their sense of being loved because of the, you know, the hallmark awareness of what this day is in a materialistic sense. Oh, buy roses, buy jewels, buy something for your beloved. Well, the really most important thing is to smile, hug, love, send a heart emoji. I mean, it doesn't have to cost anything other than a overture, an overture for I love you and I appreciate you. So as we bump through this day, as I said, midday is the most volatile leading up to it. And then things should energetically ease off to a point of true delight by evening. Absolute true delight. Especially if we did the work of loving self, getting support from the people we love and care about. Okay, I'm going to reach out to so-and-so who I haven't talked to in a a while or connect with my college roommate or friend who lives 2,000 miles away or send a little note to my cousin or someone you love and care about and always makes you smile. And you can feel so good for making that overture, and you will. There's so many opportunities on this day to make those connections when we support our impulse to do it. And these opportunities can lead to greater gifts, greater wealth, greater sense of being loved. Some of them can actually translate to business they are, or finance. They have nothing to do with this is the person I love to spend a weekend with. But this is a, a, an associate that I'm connecting with. And, wow, we're putting together a really good proposal. It can be as simple as that. Well, not simple. But what I mean is it's not necessarily just our loving relationships, but actually in the end, isn't it better to do business work all your life with people? You really do have a sense of love and caring about whether you ever express that or not. So the moon goes void, of course, at not until Uh, Not until Friday at 10 a.m. So as we go through Valentine's Day and then Thursday, as I said, it's a similar energy with this opening to opportunities, making those connections and sinking into really good communication with people, especially midday Thursday. If you didn't quite understand any something, ask people again. parrot it back to them. Make sure you understand what people are saying. Oftentimes, we don't listen as deeply as we need to, especially in today's world with all the distraction of the phone and, and just different things coming in at different times but we can deepen into communication as we move through Thursday and get these wonderful inspirations in the evening, Thursday night. Friday the 16th, as I said, that moon's void, of course, in the morning. It enters Gemini at 2.39 p.m. And this sets us up for a rich weekend of communication, connection and sharing ideas. The thing we want to keep in mind as to what I said earlier, there's a mercury uh Uranus picture in the sky on Friday and it just reminds us really listen well, parrot back what you think you heard, make sure you're communicating effectively and that's going to take you into A real wonderful um, integration of information as we go through this weekend. Very high productivity on Sunday. And the moon goes void, of course, at 1021 p.m., at which time I recommend you turn off electronics if you haven't beforehand so you can get a nice deep sleep. The Moon enters cancer at 10.25 p.m. And it really wants you to have a nice deep sleep. And now I turn it over to Susie. Nice deep sleep. Yes. How often do people
1: get that these days? Uh, I'm working on it. (laughs) I definitely find with my... Clients in my medical practice that that is a big, a big, a big one on the wish list: the deep sleep. Okay, so let's go into our meditation. I invite everyone just to hold, hold a few minutes of. So as we go into our meditation. I invite everyone to take a few deeper breaths, just center in, allowing ourselves to calm down. And today let's work on the heart chakra. So just imagine that there's a beautiful ball of green light like beautiful, clear emerald color in the center of your chest. And just visualize there a ball of green light, concentrating all of our energy on the heart chakra. Unconditional love. And most of us, we have like a small circle of friends or loved ones or family or creatures, our beloved animals that we might share our love, our home, our love, our home, our heart, our everything with. So just visualize all of those people that are in your inner circle, that inner sanctum of of unconditional love. For many of us, that might be also our children, our parents. So just visualize inside that circle all of the people, all of the animals that you really really love so much and they can get away with nearly anything (laughs) because you will still just love them. You will forgive them, you will understand, and you will love them. Visualise their faces. Some of those people might be beloved ones that have crossed over, that we've shared part of our life with. And just feel yourself as you feel the love for them. Notice how you feel when you are feeling love of something outside of yourself. That's something that might be a living, breathing person that actually popped out of you or that is very close to you, someone that you might have chosen to be in your life, might be a very close friend. So let's all just feel the feeling of loving. What does it feel like to really love something, someone beings outside of ourselves. And some of those beings we love so much that we literally would die for them. We would do anything to protect them, to care for them. The love is so powerful. The love is so strong. It has no measurement. It has no transaction. It is unconditional. It is very deep. It is very deep emotional love. And for some of us, there might be 20 or 30 beings in that circle or there might be one. However many people are in that circle, just allow yourself for the few moments that we have now to feel that love. Warm, super deep Maybe it could even feel like a pressure in your chest area. It's so strong. And as we feel that love, notice what it might feel like in your body. Do you feel it more in your chest? Some people might have tingling in their arms or legs, especially in the arms as they are the extension of the heart chakra. So when we're hugging someone, we're literally hugging with our arms that come out of our torso, out of our chest, and they are literally sending that heart energy down through our arms as we wrap around somebody with a hug. And it's interesting to notice sometimes when you are hugging someone On which way do you hug them? Do you put your hug, your head, to their left side or to their right side? So if you're hugging someone, you want to place your head above or around their left shoulder. In this way, when you're hugging, you are literally hugging heart to heart. If you're going the other direction, you're putting your heart away from their heart. So maybe just notice that. Notice what comes naturally to you and see if you can really go in for the heart-to-heart hug next time. Let's expand now the perimeter of that unconditional love. Let's put everybody that we know inside that inner circle. Everybody that we know that we might not even particularly like to spend time with. Let's put everybody that we know inside our inner circle. Let's also shower them with our unconditional love. You might be surprised if after the meditation, the next few days, you might get a call from some of these people just checking in and saying hello to you. Let's put all the people, all of the people in the world, even just now for a few moments in our meditation, let's put all the people inside our circle of unconditional love. Let's put all of the beings, all the sentient beings, let's put all of the animals, the animals from the land and the sea, from the water, Let's put all of the animals wild and domesticated. All of the animals that might be in slaughterhouses that are destined to be eaten. All the birds that are flying around free in the air around us. Let's put all of the trees, all of the plants, plants from the water, plants from the ground. Let's put all of the flora into our circle of love. Let's put everything, let's put the whole of Mother Earth inside that circle of love. Let's expand our unconditional love that we have given to special beings. Let's give it to all beings everywhere. Let's love unconditionally all of Mother Earth. And then visualize it as we complete our meditation going outside of Earth to the sun, the moon, the planets, the galaxy, to the unlimited universe to everything, everywhere, unconditional love, loving kindness. Gently opening our eyes and keeping ourselves, sending all of this love outwards like a lighthouse, always. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and thank you so much, Pam. And we will be
0: with you next week. Have a wonderful week. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.